Welcome to episode two of our new podcast. Um, it shows how much dedication we're going to it today because I'm even missing Formula One qualifying for this. So it shows how much we're putting into it. Yeah, now welcome to Raising the Bar podcast. As Aaron said, he is missing the Formula One for this, which is a big deal. It's a massive deal. Massive, massive deal. But here we are and we feel great to be here with you guys. Um, just in case for any of you who didn't listen to the first one and have somehow got to the second one, we are two brothers. I'm Aaron. I'm Jason. So thank you for joining us once again, or welcome if you are new to the podcast. Um, obviously going on to sport, to leading on from the fact I'm missing qualifying, but don't tell me the result. If anyone comes and tells me the results, I'll be in big trouble. Um, so getting on to the podcast and on to sport is where we're going to start because there's been some big news that Jason and I have found over the last few days. Yeah, unfortunately, football's not coming home. Football is dying. Uh, The Saudi Arabian takeover of Newcastle United has taken place. Way man. Yeah, it's going to be more or less kill journalists and kids, man. Because uh, that's what the, uh, you know, we, we love different cultures and everything. But obviously, as in the news or the controversy, Saudi Arabia isn't so much greeted well in the footballing community. No, did you see what the guy who's bought Newcastle is called? He's called something like Yasir, His Excellency. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it's like, do you remember, is it in um, Octopussy, where he says, yes, your excellency. <laughs> 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 isn't that Kemal Khan? That might have been Kamal Khan. Yeah, that is obviously the big news of the week. And obviously outside of it as well, because obviously not just in football, but the Saudi Arabian situation is something which has been a concern around the world. I mean, I remember in boxing when they had the Anthony Joshua fight, one against Sandy Ruiz Jr. there, and that caused massive headway because of obviously the human rights issues that are going on over there. Absolutely. So there's a few things going on in Saudi Arabia, um, but you know, and also the fact that if the owner is rumoured to, I think, be worth like 32 billion or something like that, yeah. which is 10 times more than the chap who owns Man City. So it basically means that he can go, and anyone who says, I want a bit of money, can basically go to Newcastle <laughs> now and get what they want, which is a shame, really, for football. Um, it's not really what we're going to be talking about but <laughs> in oh, this no, episode, no. but uh, that is a place for us to start. We're going to have to start recording up there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, take back what we said at the start. We love it and we want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah up the tune. Up yeah. the tune. We want to be there. Wait, hey, man, I can want an accent and everything. Um, so, um, also, we wanted to introduce um, this week, we've actually set up a social media channel. So, we're going to introduce it early doors. We're now um, on the TikTok and we're yes. now also on the Instagram. So, we have an Instagram, um, Raising the Bar, B A R R dot podcast. So, if you'd like to follow us on there, please give us a follow. Um, so we are available on there now to talk about whatever you guys would like us to discuss. Obviously, we've got our own literature, haven't we, Jason? Right, yeah. No, we do have our own literature today. Obviously, we have wanted to discuss a bit about our childhood, mem- not just childhood, but just our memories from growing up when we were kids, teenagers, even when we were adults, even the last few years. You know, we just wanted to go back and talk about that a bit more. Exactly. So one of the things that we used to watch lots, um, I don't, well, I don't know if everyone was like this, it was just our dad, um, is a lot of James Bond, hence why we know so many James Bond quotes. Mm-hmm. So we are um, very knowledgeable in that from also my dad to make us sit through. It was good though. Do you remember we used to sit on like Saturday nights and you'd get like, we'd have like little bowls of popcorn and little bowls of crisps mm. and it'd be like, oh look, we're going to watch a film now. And we'd be like eight, but we'd be watching like Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're... It's just funny, yeah, like you get moments like that where you watch films that you're not used to. I mean, I always remember when I was about 11 or 12 and our mum hates violence of any kind. And for some reason, Robocop was on TV. What and, film? And it was the bit where the, 
spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen this 34 year old film um, <laughs> it's a bit where Robocop Murphy he gets killed and his arms are blown off and everything and he's shot to bits and you see it all and obviously when I was a kid my you know our mum was like oh don't look it's horrible and then I'm looking like oh it's <laughs> I mean it was at the time but then I look back now and I think all it is is just a guy with prosthetics getting his arm blown off it's nothing really I mean we see a lot worse nowadays <laughs> 34 years old 1987 Jesus that's that old that's mm-hmm. a classic film if you haven't seen that film do watch it because it's brilliant um, what other classic films there? oh my god there's so many classic films I mean films you got Predator same year yeah brilliant film once again watch Dylan! that longer <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> see I got you pushing fences <laughs> that is a classic film and then you've got Commando if no one's seen that yeah. it's a brilliant film you see our childhood was full of action orientated films exactly. not, so, not so much Pretty Woman no 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 it's although that is also a good film and uh, one film that did scar me when I was a kid I don't know why I still get scarred by it is Jaws really so I find when I go to a certain length in the water I know there's no great white sharks in the beach level or whatnot. but I say this to Rachel all the time ever since that scene where that kid gets eaten I'm like no that could be anyone like this shark doesn't discriminate he will eat anyone. <laughs> At the end of the day, I just thought, no, this has actually scarred me for life. I did like, not know that. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. No, I can still go in the sea in that. But if I get to a certain length, I get a bit, no, I'm turning around. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's fair enough, to be fair. <laughs> That's fair I'm, enough. Either I'm turning around or I'm getting off this float because he'll think I'm a turtle. <laughs> You're a turtle? <laughs> We, we went and then um, you know obviously we had a lot of holidays when we were young as well so like we went obviously I spoke about alluded to in the last episode about how um, our first childhood holiday was to Menorca where uh, my mum got stunned by a wasp and we all got chicken box mm. <laughs> which we did but um, we had quite a few holidays actually we were quite lucky though. most of them were we had quite a few sort of Devon, Cornwall we had um, where was we? Scarborough we Scarborough yeah went there um, Spain we got south of Spain wasn't it yeah oh that was a good one do you remember when we stayed in the villa and um, we stayed in this quite respectable sort of middle class sort of villa that you would expect there to be in. It was quite quiet. And then our dad is a massive fan of Scooter. If you haven't heard of them, look them up on YouTube because you'll see the kind of thing they are. I think they're a German <laughs> dance band. It's one of those like techno pop from like the noughties where it's where everyone's raving and you can tell it's in some underground German nightclub and they're all going like that. And that is the memory of our holiday of that. My mum trying to make it sort of respectable for, I think, oh, I must have been 13 and you were probably 11. Mm. And all you could hear in was my dad listening to, I like it loud. <laughs> it was always quite entertaining. And usually with our mum and dad, because my dad, my mum would not be into that kind of music, but my dad definitely, definitely is. Still is as well. He is, he's still into it. So, um, you know, I have many years strong, but he still hasn't really got any music sense. So. <laughs> no, he still doesn't. Still doesn't, bless him. He's, um, he's a creature of habit, and he'll never get over his dance music, house music, whatever he plays. But then they'll be playing Andre Ryu and concert music the next day they'd love to go see Andre Ryu they would yeah which yeah. is a real contrast considering their love for Scooter well my dad's love for Scooter and for like what's his name um, um, Judge Jules and um, oh gosh what's his name um, Afro Jack um, he loves all them mm. but the weird Prodigy thing, oh, and Armin Van Helden Armin Van Buren Armin Van Deeren or Hel- Helden whoever it is Armin I was about to say Van Halen definitely but then weirdly you'll love Andre Ryu which is a real contrast in terms of things but um, that was good actually do you remember that in South of Spain yeah, yeah, I remember parts of it. 
Yeah, like, we, it's one of those where some holidays you remember all of it and I remember loads and there are some holidays where I'm like, yeah, I remember parts of it, but I couldn't tell you exactly what we did every day, etc. It would only be if someone, if you were to say to me, oh, we did this, I'd go, oh, yeah, we did. Can you remember the name of the town? I do. No. Almeria. There you go. <laughs> That's why he's here. He remembers it all. I don't. He's in the south of Spain. That was where my mum went, pass the water. <laughs> I thought she was going to pass out, <laughs> even though she didn't. She was nowhere near. Pass the water. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, really, because good. obviously our um, well, our family is of um, sort of West Indian heritage. So obviously, my mum is part Caribbean, but weirdly, she can't really deal with the heat, which is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> which is always quite strange. My dad is always like, "Oh yeah, he's fine. Like he's a typical British white bloke. He's like, you know, you know, it's all right." We're at, uh, yeah, he goes red like a lobster every year. He does, but then my mum is like, our mum is just no, she can't handle the heat, can yeah. she? Which is quite entertaining. We've always enjoyed holidays we've had away with them. Um, well, can you remember your favourite one with mum and dad? Favourite one with mum and dad? I'm interested to see if yours is the same as mine. See, for some reason, my favourite one with mum and dad, I think it's just because of the hilarity of dad at times on it. But when we went to Tunisia, yeah, and it's just because of dad's attempts to learn the language. <laughs> I, I just, I, I love seeing it. I, don't get me wrong, I do it as well. So I'm not hypocrisizing, but I just do it. I won't do it as like outright as dad will. So if I go abroad, I like to, you know, learn a few phrases. I might not necessarily say it to people, but I like to learn the language a little bit just so I can sort of slightly understand or just know. And it's quite interesting. Whereas with dad, he just likes to know the one name of one thing. Like when he's trying to haggle with someone on a beach and he's saying, I want this for two dinas. <laughs> No, no, I want it. No, it's 20. No, no, no. I want it for two dinas. And then he, he obviously, they're going to haggle it right down to five dinas because it's probably only worth about one, but the guys made profit on it. But yeah, it's just funny when you hear him do things like that or when he went away and he kept saying, a slammer. A slammer. <laughs> a slammer. That was <laughs> a good one. And he says it in the most English way possible. A slammer. A slammer. <laughs> Give me your best, finest meal. That was so funny. A slammer. Uh, do you remember, actually, I do remember Tunisia. We had well-nice food there. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was absolutely lovely then. The thing is, is that you hear about people who have food poisoning. They have quite a few horror stories about Tunisia. Like Rachel had one where she went away with her friends. And I won't go into it all, but basically they all went away with food. Most of them went away with food poisoning. Oh, dear. Yeah. And I've heard of many people who've gone out there and they say the same thing. Whereas, yeah, nothing like that ever happened with us. We got quite lucky. Well, most of us. I was unwell. Oh, yeah, we don't, we don't care about that. Yeah, I was unwell. Do you re- I don't know if you remember, the whole holiday I could barely eat because I had a massive ulcer. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't eat anything. But it wasn't necessarily the food out there. It was no. more to do with your ulcer. I think it was. Because we, it was wigs. I couldn't eat anything there apart from yoghurt, basically. Um, and then, and drink and have yoghurt, which was an interesting two weeks. And then literally, I got on the plane and the ulcer went away. We had to go to the local, whatever it was, pharmacy, which was an interesting experience, mm. and get some medication, which didn't work. And then I got on the plane and it was like that, gone. Which was really, really <laughs> weird. It was almost like my body was like, get me out of this country. Even though the country, just so you know, is very nice. And I'm sure it's gotten better because when we went there, it was 2007. So yeah, it was around then. Yeah, it was, it was like mid-noughties, wasn't it? Yeah, so I'm sure it's improved since then. I'm sure it's a lovely country now. But uh, it's much like um, Turkey. But yeah. We went to, that was probably my favourite holiday, actually, with mum and dad. Um, was when we went to Turkey. That was 2005. And I remember we went there. And um, they were still using lira, which was quite entertaining because it was like a thousand lira, it was about 5p. Um, and then, but our hotel was stunning, it was like three course meals and the food was beautiful. Um, but I remember like. Didn't we I mean, only have the bed and breakfast option? 
No, that was uh, another place we went to. That wasn't there. Okay. Um, no, we went to Tunis, um, Turkey. Um, that was um, full three courses. That was, that was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> but we. Um, but I do remember about it. I just remember that we had a really nice time. But I just think to myself, God, like I remember that town. It was called um, Sea Day, and. I remember it was near Antalya because that was the airport we went to, and I remember the transport was only about half hour, forty five minutes yeah, away long. from there. It wasn't long. No. no, it wasn't long. But I just think, God, like when we went there, we had to go into the local town. It was on the back of a horse with a carriage, and we got in and paid about the equivalent of about thirty p. And then we used to go into the town, and then we go and do the shopping in the market and come back. Like mm. if you found a taxi, it was quite rare because it was cheaper to get the horse and the, the carriage. But now I can imagine that area being like built up loads of cars mm. like a whole built up area it's just really the idea of sort of globalisation really as a whole yeah. because I bet that area now is just like so built up in fact I'll tell you what for the next episode I'm going to look it up so for the next episode I'm going to see what that area where we went to looks like I can't remember the hotel name but I'm mm. in the village so I'm going to look it up and see if it's actually changed since so that'll be to be confirmed for the next episode you'll see what it was like was that the place we went to where it had the five-a-side football pitches? And I remember being in those pretty much all holiday, or yeah, most of the holiday. That was it. Yeah, that was the one. So, yeah, that was um, that was good times. That and we've been quite fortunate actually, Jason and I, because um, sort of in the times where since we've gotten a bit older, uh, we've been lucky enough to go on some nice holidays as well, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Here's the big question: We've been to a few places together, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Can you name where we've been? <laughs> Probably everywhere. Um, I can give it a go. So I'm going to keep a note on my fingers, so I'm going to count them out. Okay, so this is including with mum and dad and just us two. No, this is just us two, because we've named the mum and dad oh, once. okay. Because the other ones don't need to know. So, <laughs> that is fine, yeah, we don't know that. Um, so, we've been to the US in particular, we've been to San Francisco, we've been to Las Vegas, we've been to Los Angeles, we've been to Florida, um, in particular Tampa, where my nana and granddad live. Um, we've been to, I've forgotten, Jacksonville, we've been to Miami... We've been to New Orleans. This is going well. We've been to Biloxi. Um, we have also been to Barcelona. That's we not in America, by the way. That's Barcelona. Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, not America. <laughs> not America, that one. Uh, um, so, yeah, we've been to Barcelona, and there was one other place that I feel like we've been to together. Where'd you get your hat from? Texas. <laughs> <laughs> we have. We have been to Texas in particular. We have been to. We went to San Antonio, didn't we? Yeah. We went to Austin. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of the big town, big city? D. Dallas. There you go. I think that's everywhere we've been. Yeah, thinking about it, we've actually been to quite a lot of places. We've been very lucky, so we've been to loads of nice places, actually. Yeah. Um, I've always loved our American trips. We've always had a good road trip. Um, mm. Last time, with ages ago, obviously, because of you know restrictions and the big C word, COVID. Mm. <laughs> Not the other C word. <laughs> Not the other C word. No, 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 no. We're minimal on swearing. Um, so the... Um, yeah, because of COVID, obviously, we haven't really been able to go anywhere. But obviously, the last time we went away together was 2008. No, 2019, because we went to Bruges. But mm. um, 2018, I think, it was the first time we went to America. Last time we oh, went yeah, to America. Yeah, we went to together. Hungary with mum and dad as well. That would be 2019. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was probably my favourite holiday with them. Because mm. obviously, it was doing Formula One. Mm. <laughs> so that was probably my favourite one. We went to the Hungarian Grand Prix when I was 30, and that was wicked. That was very good. So, we had a really great time there. So, um for anyone who is listening who likes Formula 1 and hasn't been to a race please make sure you go to one because it really is an experience even um, people like myself my own, well, I like Formula 1 but I wouldn't consider myself a massive fan like Aaron is but even we enjoyed it we said it was really good it's really worth nice a race weekend is definitely worth it 
Yeah, I remember her mum actually, because she was in the stands and she, she was like, go on, go on, go on. Didn't know she was cheering on, but she was like, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> so she was really enjoying it. So it was a really good weekend actually. So, because you can go mm. relatively inexpensively, which is which is wicked. But Yeah, and you get a trip to Hungary for it as well. It's a really lovely country, mm. really nice country. Yes, that was really good. So you get to see some more cultures and you get to see another city in Budapest. Um, so you get to see a really good bits of the world and you go around following Formula One but um, but obviously with regards to America we actually visited the track there didn't we we did yeah the Texas track wasn't it it was no one was there no and um, we went there when it was empty and it's massive yeah, absolutely Austin, massive there. the um, Austin Motor Speedway but it was mm. called or whatever it's called it's one in Austin anyway but it's wicked so uh, but I think I really enjoyed I've got to say um, of all the ones we've been to because we've had the pleasure of going to like Jason Tells you know I've been to Vegas which was absolutely wicked and Miami we've had some really great times and I think you know, I think my favourite was probably... Obviously, I loved going to um, Las Vegas because it was probably the, it was the first time I went to US, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but And I loved Vegas immensely. But I actually think I really enjoyed New Orleans last year. Mm. That was absolutely wicked. New Orleans is probably my favourite. Yeah. Tell, a, tell them to listen to a little bit now New Orleans from your eyes. Um, it's pretty much what you see on TV in the sense of jazz clubs are everywhere. You get that sort of thing. So you get the old side of New Orleans, which is full of jazz clubs, a lot of culture and a lot of northern soul. And you get a lot of what you see on some films where you get the partying, going out and Vegas sort of thing. But that's not really our sort of thing. But yeah, you get a lot of that. And there is a Hard Rock Cafe there in case you collect glasses like I do. <laughs> I went to Hard Rock Cafe um, a couple of days ago with Sophie, and I was going to get you a glass, but you've probably already got one for the London one. Yeah, I we imagine. do. Yeah. But I was going to get you one there. Plus, it's 25% off. Oh, there you go. Ah, would have been all right. Look, hang on, hang on. Look, I've got the voucher right here. I hope you can hear the rustling. What does that say? Scratch for an exclusive rocking offer. Tyrone. Is that your new name? That's my new name. Yeah, I've now changed by Depot, so I decided that would sound well cool. Tyrone Bar. Look, 25% discount. There you See? go. That's all right. No BS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was completely true. But um, yeah, so if you do collect Hard Rock, they do have a Hard Rock there. Mm. Um, somewhere I really enjoyed, actually, we also was Austin. Because um, one of my favourite places that I've... I mean, I've lived, obviously, where we live now, in sort of southeast London, Kent. Um, and I also lived in Manchester while I was studying. And Manchester, if you've not been there, or if you're from there, I salute you because I love Manchester as a city. Um, and Austin is a bit like Manchester in America because it's kind of a city, but you can walk around the whole city and there's a lot of friendly people there. It's a really nice place. So I would say it's a little bit expensive when you're there. It's mm, not a cheap yeah. city to be in. Um, however, it is an absolutely fantastic place and a really buzzing lifestyle. There's loads of things to do there. We went on the 4th of July. Which was even better because there's a whole 4th of July parade and there's fireworks and, oh, that was a good city. Plus it's got the um, Formula 1 track, so that also did help. <laughs> and then they've got this really nice, actually, natural spring. Do you remember it? Yeah. The um, Barton Springs, I think it's mm. called. And that was really lovely. Yeah, um, it was like a... I mean, obviously this is a bit different, but it was like a spring break thing. Because it was the 4th of July, a lot of people were just there spending the day at this Barton Springs where it's like a... Yeah, it's like a water reserve of anything, but it's been made into like a, what do you describe it? Like an attraction almost. Yeah, and you just get a lot of people who just go there and will spend the day there and bring floats, bring picnics, food, drink, all that sort of stuff. It's mm. pretty cool. That was wicked. So yeah, I really enjoyed that one actually. That was um, Austin was a city, because I didn't know what to expect there, um, 
when we went there, it was absolutely wicked. Same, same like, actually, um, Houston. Because hmm. we went to Houston um, while we were in Texas, and we stayed there for a few days. And um, we stayed in a lovely hotel. I think it was Hilton, wasn't it? Yeah, that was right in the town centre. That was stunning. And um, we had a really nice time there, actually. We didn't really know what to expect out of Houston, because I know very little about it, apart from that it's where um, you can go for NASA. Yeah. Um, and we had a really good time. We saw the um, soccer, soccer team, didn't we? Oh, yeah, the Houston Dynamo. That was very Probably good. one of the loudest football, or sorry, soccer experiences I've had. Given it was only a small stadium, it could have been yeah. any bigger than like the Valley at Charlton or like the Den. Yeah. But it, but it was, but it was a really, really, really rocking atmosphere. I think this was the time when it was between now and when David Beckham was in the MLS. In that, I don't think Americans were properly into soccer football like they are now. But. Yeah, they were still really enjoying it. Like, it, and obviously beforehand, like in football, when you go to a stadium, like you get obviously food and drink stands, and you'll get your programs and all that. But out there, it's very much like a theme park. So they had things like, oh, try and score a goal against Landon Donovan, and look at this—you can play a football game, like arcade games, and all okay. that, and win a prize. It's like a carnival out the front, as well as obviously food trucks, which is what you get in every football stadium, really. But it was more like a carnival or a theme park out the front, which was quite good. Have you still got your scarf? Yeah. I've still got mine. It was basically kick a ball into this tyre, which was really easy. Yeah. You've got a free scarf. Um, and it was a really nice scarf. I've still got it in my um, drawer, so that was wicked. I remember going to get tickets for it, because we literally just went to the ticket office thinking, oh, we'll just blag it and just see what happens. And they were like, yeah, we got two tickets, here you go. Like, yeah. oh, okay, that was easy. Yeah, it was like 15 or $20 each or something. Yeah. It wasn't a lot, but it was yeah, well it was good. Because um, then some tout came over and tried to sell us some, didn't they? Yeah. And then we didn't get them off him, but we bought them from the thing that was the same money. So we're like, oh, I might as well buy them from there. But yeah, it was um, that was a wicked experience. And I remember mm. it was like, I think you paid $5 and you got a drink and it was unlimited. Yeah, it was. So you just refilled it up to the untold size. That was a good night. Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> and then they had this um, that really good bar area. Do you remember the truck yard? It was a bit like Box Park. Oh, yeah, they had that one. The one I was remembering, it was this like Irish pub, I think it was, in the um, Houston town centre. Oh, yeah. And it was really weird just because it was a Portsmouth football club pub. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And like, I think they had a couple of football shirts, but they primarily had Pompey, like Portsmouth, all on their bar. And I remember talking, we were talking to the guy, he ran, I don't know if he owned it or if he was just bartender there, and he was literally going on about his love for Portsmouth and how literally he's turned it into a Portsmouth pub because no one here knows much about football. So he was like, well, to get him into football, I'll just get him to support Portsmouth. <laughs> Player, so it was just interesting. It was, yeah. Pompey player. <laughs> God, if, and we're not Portsmouth fans, I'm afraid. As no. much as I do like their fans, but I'm not Portsmouth fan. By the way, also I spoke about earlier, I was talking about Turkey and said, I wonder how much this area has changed since we went there on holiday. I've taken a liberty on my um, on my Mac to look it up. And um, there are just, well, it seems there are these things called roads there and there are more hotels. Um, Don't looks, think any more horses, though. No, I think the horses might have... Um, been let free <laughs> but the place actually looks like it's actually um gotten a bit bigger so obviously globalization has helped in fact that looks like a freeway would you say that's a freeway i would say so yeah it's like a, an interstate if you're american or a motorway if you're english or a freeway if you want to just do the best of both worlds so um yeah it actually looks like it's grown so there's some news about sea day it turns out that sea day actually is a town now, or if so. you're our dad this is what side looks like. Exactly, very good. <laughs> That's exactly what side looks like. So if you're listening and you are from Sea Day or Turkey, please get in touch with us. Yeah. We'd love to find out um, if the place is as lovely as it looks now um, and as lovely as it was when we went in 2005, if it's grown much since 2005 to 2021. 
Um, apart from the fact there is actually a um, hotel there called Crystal Palace. So <laughs> I don't know if they're now all secretly Palace fans, but have Palace got anyone Turkish? They haven't Not that I can think of. I don't think they've got yeah. any Turkish players, so that would be a bit interesting. But yeah, so um, that's a bit about. They have um, Alan Cedo. Very good. <laughs> they've got that. Um, so they've got that Martin Kelly. <laughs> a really Turkish player. But yes, that's a bit about that. But yeah, we've been really fortunate, um, Jason and I, that we've had some you know really great holidays. And obviously, our parents have always been um, a great thing. We've taken some nice holidays, um, and they've always been a real sort of help and inspiration to us well at least to me I'm sure the same for you no of course they have yeah and as you said earlier that you touched out they've been really we've been really lucky that they've given us the opportunity to go actually every year we are going to go on holiday because obviously our mum she works at a school or nursery so obviously she couldn't go away any time outside of term only outside of term time so for dad and mum they very much had it as this will be our traditional summer holiday which yeah. I know nowadays a lot of people do similar, but we're used to, whenever I've been away nowadays, it's pretty much outside of term time, or in term time, sorry, because it's cheaper. Exactly. So, you know, we've um, we've always had that kind of holiday. We've always been very fortunate. And, you know, it always makes me laugh. And you see some people will do a podcast like this, and they'll sort of focus on, oh, you know, oh, I grew up and had a troubled life because of blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure some people did. But I feel, always feel like, I don't know about you, some of them putting it on. But like, I'm like, oh, did you really have a troubled life? Did you really? Like, you probably lived in a middle-class town. You probably had parents who loved you. You probably always had a bit of money. And now, all of a sudden, you've won X Factor. So, you know, it's just, which isn't going to be on anymore, by the way. Another bit of news, because obviously there's no more X Factor anymore, is there? Nope. Um, thank God. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, you get idiots who write things like that. Oh, you know, I've lived a life of trouble, and I've had a hard life, and <laughs> life of trouble. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden, you've you've won this show, and now you're a millionaire. But, you know, for us, you know, we've we had a really... I don't know about you, I'm sure, well, I'm sure we were the same, even we lived in the same house, but, you know, we had a nice upbringing, you know, our parents were always good to us, you know, they always um, gave us pretty much what we needed in life, you know, we weren't spoiled. Yeah, but. that's one thing, I think, like, you, nowadays, I mean, we're very lucky, as Aaron said, like, we've been given what we need, but we've never been spoiled, and we've always had happy times, you know, we've always been raised well, you know, that's, that's the main thing, like, you, I like to give a shout out to a lot of parents out there because it is a hard job raising kids you know to try and keep them on a straight and narrow and to make sure that they're raised in the right way I mean to have that is a big responsibility and you don't realize I think until you're a parent that you know how hard it is and how much you actually look up to them one love to all the parents out there not that we are any parents we are parents yet but one love to all the parents out there oh we're not I'm a cat parent but I'm not a child parent (laughs) that's very different and I'm a dog parent which is very similar (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is that yeah you will get people it's very I, I get the impression it's very much either people are spoiled and get what they want or people don't have anything and they have to work hard for what they get I mean you can always tell I mean I'm I'm one of those people that I hate everything about reality TV, social media, that influence, that sort of thing. But then I sort of just realised, you know what, I can't really judge because I don't know what their life has been like. Like, you might get some people who go on Love Island or whatnot. And I, just to be clear, I hate Love Island. But... You know, you'll get people who go on there and I'll think, oh, just another influencer, but it might turn out that they're not. They've actually worked hard to where they are now and they might not be on Love Island for love, which is probably 90% of them. But yeah. at the end of the day, that's how they're going to get ahead in life and they're working hard for it. So, you know what? I think it's just you always have to look at a perspective in life in that sense. 
I like Love Island, just to be clear. <laughs> I know it's probably not many, many who actually would admit to say that, but I'm actually a bit of a Love Island fan. But, you know, some people on there, you know, they've worked hard and they've done what they've done on Love Island, which is great. And, you know, obviously I was never going to be the kind of person who would make it onto Love Island. If you see a picture of me, you'll see why. <laughs> but, you know, but I will, uh, and especially given that I'm engaged, I can't really go on Love Island. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't advise that. No, that's not really <laughs> ideal. I'm sure that'll be a bit frowned upon. But anyway... <laughs> So, um, yeah, but, you know, people who have done that and, you know, we're bringing it back to sort of our upbringing. We've always had a good upbringing and we've always enjoyed our lives and we've been very fortunate, you know. We've, don't get me wrong, we've had our moments in life, but, you know, it's... Um, you know, some people just, start, as you say, some people go on social media and they say, you know, especially nowadays with mental health, you know, it's very much social media is a way for people to just express themselves and I don't want to go too much into it because it's not what we're talking about but when you see these trolls these people who literally will go on social media and just write to these people like you're a disgrace you're a shame you should just go and do that yeah they are yeah because we don't know what these people's ins and outs of their life is like like we can have an opinion on them everyone's deserving of an opinion but that doesn't mean that you can go to these people and just hurl abuse and shame at them. There's no reason to. But as you say, like we've been raised well. Like I feel like my parents, I love my parents like many other people do. And, you know, I'm lucky to have them. Absolutely lucky to have my mum and dad. Exactly. As am I. You know, we're lucky that we've got good parents and we've always been looked after. And we always had some entertainment with them. And they always made our um, upbringing, always made it fun. So, you know, it would always be, um, you know, like Jason always obviously as we discussed in the earlier episode um i am a playstation person jason's an xbox person so like my dad would always um you know make time to come and play like gran turismo and do a racing game with me and maybe go and take time to like play halo with jason you yeah. know or something like that because it's what we enjoy because jason loves a shooting game um mm. as i guess everybody does but, i think the one thing that i always admired about dad which i never really t- I took for granted when we were younger which is natural was he is not an Xbox or play technology or even a football person, but he'd always like take these little times out of his day to like come to us. I don't know if it was was the same view, I presume he was, but he'd come to me if I was like kicking a football around outside or watching a match or just playing something the X-Men. He'd always be like, oh, what are you doing here? And he'd just take a bit of time out to actually get involved and he wouldn't know much, but he always took that time to actually get involved. And I think little moments like that, and nicer when you know if you were to say like oh my dad bought a house for, you know, obviously if your parents bought a house for you that's lovely but oh, that'd I think be amazing when you hear little stories like that I think it's nicer than the big ones in a way on a quick note if there are any parents who are looking to buy any children they don't have houses and Jason and I are both looking for one so <laughs> if you do want one then we are here we will take a house if you're looking to buy someone a house and haven't got a son to buy one for free bedroom with garden please thank yeah that would be nice and a driveway and ideally a Lamborghini <laughs> on a drive would be great <laughs> yeah you know we're both looking for one but you know we've always been I haven't really thought about that but now you say it it's very true like you know dad obviously for me it was a bit different because much like myself my dad also likes formula one so i've always sort of talked about formula one and things to do with cars because i'm a bit of a car person and we've always just discussed that because it's always things that we've enjoyed but when we've been playing football even when you and i've played football as younger younger men you know he'd always come and be like oh come on i'll play with you or like do you remember when i think about talking about scarborough do you remember we've got a video of us and we were in scarborough playing mm. football and it was dad and he was playing with us, and we, he can't play football to save his life, but he was playing with us, and, you know, we'd try and join in, and then I think I was in goal, and it would be you against him, and you'd always outrun him. Oh, always. <laughs> and then we had the little kite. Do you remember the kite we used to the fly? The Shearer kite. Yeah, the Anna Shearer kite, yeah. So we had that, and we used to fly the kite, and, you know, we'd always 
do things like that. And, you know, we had a really nice times, I think, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's just little things which people, everyone has. I mean, I'm sure all our listeners all have these little moments with their parents or with their family in general, you know, uncles, aunties, cousins, brothers, sisters, parents, where you just have these little moments where you look back and you think, you know what, I might have taken it for granted. That was actually a really good memory. Yeah, like, you know, even when I talk to Soph, she always tells me about little childhood memories she's had of, like, you know, I mean, her family used to have a property in Cyprus, and, you know, they used to go out there and have loads of fun, like, playing around by the pool or playing card games or just have, genuinely messing around. But, you know, her parents, much like our parents, are not the richest and not the poorest. They just gave her a nice life, and she's always yeah. had a nice life. And, you know, it's, I'm sure she'd give the same stories, much like um, your partner Rachel would the same about hers. Yeah, because Rachel's family, every summer every year they would go to Devon and Cornwall and she loves it we've been there both just us two a couple of times and we would go back any uh, every year in a heartbeat because I love it there but she used to go every year and she absolutely loves it if we could she'd probably buy a house down there really <laughs> yeah well, she'd like to have somewhere down there then yeah, That's yeah cool. she'd love to I'd love to as well it's a lovely part of the country we've well, been expert in clotted cream hmm? you've been expert in clotted cream Oh well, <laughs> I can try. Uh, cream cream. Ice cream and cornettos. Oh yeah, cornetto. Check out Sergeant Angel. Like, it's ours. <laughs> Sergeant Angel, you mean? Yeah, Sergeant, Sergeant Angle. <laughs> Sergeant Angel. But yeah, that'd be lovely though if you lived down there. I've only been to Cornwall one with mum and dad, and I went once with my friends, and I was sixteen. That's mm. literally it. When you went to Newquay. That was it. In fact, 16 on about. Definitely 17. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that was... We do have a lot of those holidays as well. Like Me and my friends, I'm sure they will tell you all about it when we went to Magaluf and Tenerife. Tenerife, we went a couple of times. Once when we were 17, 18, and once on my friend Elliot Stagdu. We went to Magaluf a couple of times as well, which, as you can imagine, back in like 2010, 2013, Magaluf was Magaluf. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very different now. Magaluf. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not that it was like that for me, you know, hashtag that virgin life. But, you know, it was, always, it was always just fun just to have things like that. Just to have holidays like Magaloop. It was always a good time. I'm just start taking a picture for us. So what we're going to do is we're going to upload some pictures and we're going to try to for our social channel so that we can have a couple of pictures of us while we've been podcasting. Oh, God, so I hate photos as well, um, you can see Jason by the photo. photos, as we're going to see, because I just took all my back to it. So, you know, we're going to upload a couple of them and, you know, we're going to... Um, open it up so that you know if there is anything that you guys would like to talk about or anything that you would like us to discuss on our, our podcast we would absolutely love to hear about it so mm. you know, we're open to any questions on there um, and we're also open to put, talking about whatever we want to discuss and we've got quite a few topics as we you know just we're going to sort of touch on earlier we won't tell you what they are because we'll leave them a surprise for whenever you guys get to each one i think what we might try and play around with possibly if it's this week or another time is we're going to put a poll up just to put these topics through and just see what people might want to hear for the next episode or in any future episodes and we'll go from there exactly you know we've got loads to talk about with james bond so that might be um <laughs> one of our next ones that we go to but obviously we'll um keep it a secret and then we can see whatever we want to discuss yeah, with you guys as exactly well, but. and it might even be a four-hour podcast where i do my rankings of all the films which oh, four, four hours is an edit from eight hours of recording just to let you know we will have a <laughs> we will have a james bond special whereby we do talk about the new film don't know when it'll be but we will talk about the new film we'll probably leave it a bit just in case some people who haven't seen the film we then give it all away so yeah. <laughs> we might give it a bit and then because we'll... they want to do a point if we talk about it then you can't talk about it without spoiling it so no. we would have to do that um mm. but if you like james bond that'll be 
one to stay tuned for. Or if we're just going to talk about film in general, because there are lots of films that everyone watches, or nowadays, especially with the last year, everyone loves a TV series. Then they we do. can talk about, obviously, the best TV series, even if people want to hear us review some. You know, we're more than open to things like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to, um, you know, come up with that, and we've got lots more to discuss but um you know we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us again and we're going to have much more episodes to come um but you know thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast today yeah we're grateful to have you along for the ride stay classy new york yep you guys be good you guys be good